Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Have you ever heard of this thing that people are doing where they choose a word a year? No? I was trying to look it up before I called you to refresh my memory on what I even got it from, but I could not find the originator or where I primarily found it and I just couldn't it was irritating me so I was like let me just go off of memory and give you a call and tell you so from the research that I was trying to do to find the originator and what I remembered that sparked me to do it was there is supposed to be a word that navigates you through the rest of the year right and so I'll give you an example some people were choosing peace because they felt like man I need more peace um I'm going to just let that be my reminder, and that's going to be the word that I allow to be, you know, my carrot that I'm chasing for the rest of the year or that I'm paying attention to, my focal point, if you will. So the reason why I even stumbled into that is because, you know, January and the new year or just you can even start at mid-year. It doesn't have to even be a January, new year kind of thing. But um, I was trying to find a productive way to start my new year off, right? So I was just so excited. And it's just a, if you just really think about the new year, the new me, and the whole refreshing theme that's just going on, it's like, ooh, this is delicious. So every year I get a composition book of some sort. I write my plans down. This is what I want to accomplish. This is my yearly goal. This is, you know, out of the 12 months, this is my month-by-month -month breakdown to me getting to the greater goal of what I want to see once I hit December, right? And so... In Googling, researching, and trying to find the most productive ways to start your new year, to go ahead and just give you the most productiveness of it all, it came across this uh, article that was telling me, hey, you need to choose a word. So I didn't get it. So after doing the research, here's what I pretty much came up with. And this is off of memory because, again, I cannot remember where I got this from. Um, it was years ago. And I get committed with these kind of things. So when I tell you that you're going to be like, oh, you really went for the word. Oh, no, I did. As a matter of fact, last year I chose two. So I learned a little bit more than the average bear when it came to eagles last year for some reason. I heard it in a sermon with T.D. Jakes, and he was just letting it be known that, you know, the mother eagle takes great care in making sure that she builds a wonderful nest for her eaglets. She makes a cushiony, you know, the dad goes out and he gets all the feathers and the things to make it real awesome as they're building this nest for the eaglets and everything is just yay. And the mother always makes sure that when she's building her nest, she builds it really high. Right. You don't, you're not going to find her on, on a regular tree in your backyard. It, it, it's high places, whether it's in a mountainside or whatever have you. Right. And so that's from my National Geographic lovers. Hey, how you doing? Um, and so after they get to a certain level of maturity and Mama Eagle is like, okay, it's time for y'all to start uh, flying, she makes that very place that they found comfort, she makes it uncomfortable. So the sticks that were made to build the nest, to keep them comfortable, to keep them safe, she then starts taking those sticks and she starts pushing it through the nest so that it's kind of like poking them. And it's like, ooh, that, mm, that's uncomfortable. And then when they don't get... Uh, the memo then she takes them from the nest flies a little bit and she drops them now mind you remember a couple moments ago I just said that they're in a high place yeah so it's something like great adventures it's like we yeah it's like <laughs> the great fall is it's, it's something to kind of get your stomach used to and so that's supposed to prompt them to start to 
maybe even in panic, start to go ahead and wave their arms side to side to side and then realize, oh, snap, I'm flying, right? So for those who don't get it, for those eaglets who are just like, they're so focused on the fall that they don't fly, she goes ahead and makes sure that she gets them before they become chicken noodle soup, right? Before it's a plat situation, she goes ahead and gets them. But she continues to do that day by day until they learn how to fly. And so one year, that was my word. The word was fly. Because that was my reminder that when things get uncomfortable, God is trying to propel me to do something that I didn't know I could do before. The eaglet had no idea that I could fly. I, th- I didn't even know these wings were, <laughs> I didn't know what they were. I thought just thought they were something that, you know, I just kind of play with when mama's going to go get something to eat. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, who knows? But sometimes in the most scariest situations, the most uncomfortable, terrifying, oh my goodness, this doesn't look good. In the midst of it, you start to see, oh, this was to promote me to another level. This was to show me that it was something in me that I wasn't going to find or discover in the place of comfort. That sometimes God teaches you the way the eagle mom teaches that no, you were born to fly. You are one of the greatest birds ever. Your species is so intriguing and has such a, a great story behind it. I mean, goodness, you, have a, you are the staple to America, the American eagle. You are huge. You, are, you have no idea how important you are. You're so important that I cannot allow you to sit in this comfortable place. You understand? So I decided to turn anything that was uncomfortable to, mm, God is teaching me how to fly. I didn't know I had that in me, but he had to put me in a circumstance for me to just, oh, 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 that's what these are. Oh, these are wings. Ah, yes. I wish he would have just said, hey, um, I'm going to put you out here and I want you to flap. That could have been communicated to me, but maybe I wouldn't have understood as an eaglet, how fast I need to flap for certain speeds. You know, what you do when you're coasting and you're kind of letting the winds go ahead, no, that's a different kind of flappage. When you're falling, you need to go ahead and and get yourself back up. So maybe certain things can't be taught in a tutorial. Maybe God feels like, hey, you know, I can't show you this through somebody else. I need you to experience this firsthand. So I chose that word fly that year. Because I was having a lot of different things happen. And I found myself being human and having the whole aspect of why God. And I'm trying to do the right thing. You know how we get. I'm trying to do the right thing. And I stopped doing such and such. And I'm trying to be a good person. And I'm trying and I'm trying. And God is like, and I'm trying to bring out the best in you. Can you allow me to do that? It may not look like your method, but guess what? I'm God. And guess what? I know what's going to get you to respond. And guess what? I also know what I put in you. And certain things, if I told you in that comfortable place, guess what? You could fly. You wouldn't believe me. You wouldn't be bold enough to go ahead and try something that you've never tried before because you've been so comfortable. You've been so comfortable this whole time. Why would you voluntarily leave anywhere comfortable to go ahead and do something new? Because I said so? (laughs) 
that hasn't worked in years. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, hate to go ahead and pop your bubble, but you're hard headed. Hmm? You don't listen. You know, maybe that's what God's saying to you. And so, and he's also saying, listen, I'm never going to put you in dangerous situations. I'm never going to put you in something that I know I didn't built you to get out of. You think he would have the eagle go ahead and take the eaglet and drop if he knew they can't fly? Matter of fact, they can't fly that high at that altitude. You know, they, no, that's not going <laughs> to, that's dangerous. Chickens don't do that. You know, it's not like the mo- monkeys are doing that today, kids. Like, let's see if you can, <laughs> let's see if you can fly. No, he only puts you in the discomfort, uncomfortable com- situations, levels of discomfort, rather, because he knows it's going to produce something in you that he already knew, but he needs you to discover. Did you hear that? That he already knew, but he needs you to discover. Mm-hmm, that's the word right there. So that was my word, and I, I went ahead and I went on Etsy, and I got it engraved on a bracelet. Just that every time something was uncomfortable, I was like, mm, go ahead and fly. That every time that I didn't understand what is going on now, it was like, fly. I need you to go out there and fly. It was my new way of putting my trust in God, of knowing getting in the mindset of an eaglet. I don't like it. I don't want to. I'd rather just sit over there and be comfortable. I'd rather. I know what i rather, but God would rather you do what you were called to do. So I was like, you know what? It's not going to stop. He, he's not going to allow me to be an eagle and not learn how to fly because I prefer not to. No, he could have made me something else then. Could have made me a worm if I wanted to be on the ground so bad. So if you're eagle bound and that's the calling on your life, it doesn't make any sense to go ahead and try to do something different to fight against that. So you might as well go ahead, fly. Which brings me to one of my next words. And again, I'm giving you what I pretty much did within the last year or two. So my last year word was um, pretty much still based on the eagle because it was that intriguing to me. It was the word saw, soar rather, S-O-A-R. Sorry, I'm from New York. You know, from time to time, my accent kicks in. Leave me alone. Um, and that reminded me that I was meant to be something greater. That, And that came up because one day I was driving down the road, and I don't know if you ever saw this, but I actually saw a bird. I think it may have been a vulture. I'm not even sure. But it was walking across the road. As I'm driving, some beep in my heart, man, 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 like, get out the road for you, for you be a bird patty, excuse you. And then once it got to the point that it realized it couldn't outwalk my car, it then it started flying. And so I said, what a disservice to have the ability to fly, but you chose to walk. And so that made me go, hmm, that's the word right there. Okay, um, I'm going to remind myself not to be regular going to remind myself that I have a bigger and a higher calling. So that word, sore, made me remember you have to pretty much align with your calling. Not fly, not walk, and then, you know, intermittently fly when it's convenient. Because then I heard something else, that um, turkeys have wings, but they don't fly. They're too heavy. 
and you know chickens have wings but and so they were going through the different birds and yeah they have but this is what prevents them from flying yeah they have but they can only fly for this long or in this capacity on this altitude so I went back to the eagle eagle and I was like oh no I'm gonna soar (laughs) point blank period because that's what I was made to do and so I coupled that with another word because you know I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't remind myself of what to do when sometimes the circumstances look like I'm trying to soar, but I can't. My next word that I coupled with that was float. And I got that from reading the story of Moses and his mother. And the fact that, you know, she wrapped him in the basket and she put tar at the bottom so it could be waterproof and she put him in Moses in the basket and she kind of pushed him into the princess, right? Because she was like, I got to I gotta do something. I, gotta, I can't keep him safe no more. So let me just pray. And I'm going to go ahead and pray and push, right? And so I was like, man, Moses was a baby. He was an infant, right? I think he was maybe about three months old, the Bible was saying, because that's when she couldn't hide him anymore. And it just dawned on me. I had to put myself in the mindset of, Moses couldn't control his surroundings, right? It's not like he could have said, ooh, (laughs) he didn't have any, you know, saddles or anything else that could have maneuvered how he got to the other side. And I don't know what was in the water. You know, I'm, I'm sure it was something that was possibly unsafe. Let's just go ahead and for drama's sake, let's just say there was um snakes in the water, okay? Let's go ahead and maybe say there was an alligator or two. And the fact that Moses didn't have to do anything but float. And so that reminded me, when you've done all you can, when you, when you are truly aligning yourself and trying to walk out whatever you feel that your instructions were, and there's nothing else for you to do, float. Float. You can't control all the variables. So I got myself in a place of baby Moses, right? Because I always try to visualize what that would feel like. And being in this basket and just as his mother even wondering, did I push enough? You know, what if she didn't put him on the right current? What if, what if the basket would have sh- stopped short and not have gotten to her destination that she was hoping for? So all these what ifs, right? The Bible even says that Moses is, his sister was on the other side pretty much following to make sure, like, you know, to see where he ended at. But while everybody else has a calculated place, right, his sister's following on the sideline, his mother's probably biting her cuticles like, ooh, ooh, okay, wait, oh, I hope that, I hope he don't get caught up in that log, ooh, okay, that's a little grassy over there. While she's looking at that, the whole time Moses, his entire role in all of that, float. Simple, right? And it blew my mind. I was like, okay, so that was a reminder to me that not everything requires for you to muster something up. Not everything is work, 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 go, 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 keep going. Sometimes God is like, you're tired because you're swimming against the current that I just want to have you coast. If you would just float with this thing, if you would just go ahead and just relax, 
I remember when I was trying to learn how to swim. Don't make fun of me. I don't want to hear you laughing in the background. Um, the woman told me, you're too tense. You swim best when you're a little bit more relaxed. And I was like, you know, because my personality is it has to make sense or I need to be able to equate like what's going on here. And I was like, but I don't have nothing to hold on to. I want to, you know, hold the water like I can. I want to feel it. I don't want it to go through my fingers. It's a little scary to me. Right. And so even with her giving me like a paddle, she gave me all these different things. And she kept saying the same thing. You're too tense. And she was like, look. Because she was trying to show me how to float. Oh, that's a word right there. I didn't even notice that. She was trying to show me how to float by just relaxing. But I was floating and trying to still have one of my legs touch the, my, my toe. I wanted to feel the bottom of the pool, right? Like, mm, I can't float if I can't feel. I wanted to float and I wanted to hold on to the back like of whatever wall that I was near. Because I didn't understand that sometimes you do your best work when you're relaxed. That sometimes God is trying to, he's like, mm-mm, there's a time to soar, and then there's a time to float. And so those two words have carried me, um, and I try to make sure that I renew it and I update it per year. And again, with those two words, I was like, ooh, <laughs> I need daily reminders. So again, I went on Etsy.com, or you can go wherever, things remembered, wherever you can get something engraved, and this just is how I did it. But I went ahead and got two rings, one that says soar, the other that said float. And I still have them because I need reminders, you know, of how I've grown. And sometimes you got to dig back in, in what you did before and say, oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> why I chose fly. Yeah, that was a tough year. Whew, okay, great. But you may just need to go ahead and write a word out and just print it, put on your wall. You know, t take, a, take a picture of it, make it your screensaver on your computer, your phone. But to me, the reason why those words really worked for me, it was because I identified, hey, that was a struggle previously. And I feel like where I'm going, this is going to help me get there with a different mindset, with a different posture. And so when you're choosing a word, yes, I'm challenging you to go ahead and choose a word. You know, it has to be a word. Now, I may have been an overachiever and chose the two, but I felt like they went hand in hand because of how my personality is. You know, I didn't want to turn into workaholic because I'm trying to soar. No, you can soar and still understand, okay, this is where God wants me to float. He wants me to relax now. And a brilliant thing my husband said to me last night, he said, you know, there are times when you're flying and you're flapping your wings and you're going, you're going, yeah, that's your soar. But then there's times that you just Go ahead and extend your wings so that the wind can just carry you because you've built up enough momentum to just now coast. Listen, <laughs> my husband, be um, he be dropping them jewels. <laughs> God bless you, son. Um, so, uh, yeah, this conversation, that when I was just remembering that because I'm gearing up to kind of, you know, I like to self-reflect and go, hmm, how could I have dealt with that differently? How have, or you can just pray on it. And sometimes you'll just have a word pop up that you like, yes, <laughs> definitely going to need that. Your word just may be, you know, patience. Hmm. Okay, you're uncomfortable. Okay, that's fine. Your word just may be wisdom because you've been emotionally reacting too much. 
Your word just may be, but it has to mean something to you. It's something that you're going to devote to, something that you're going to say, okay, it's a reminder that you, and you're going to live by it. Not that it becomes, you know, I don't want you to get too ridiculous with it, but I want it to be something that's intentional, something that you purpose for your year to be structured around. And then when you get to December or the end of whatever you start your year, heck, you can start it in April and just make sure that next April you're like, okay, so how did I do? Right? Maybe your word needs to be discipline because you get real excited to start a thing, but you just don't have the momentum to, when you, once you get in the middle, you're like, ah, I use all my battery over there. <laughs> I don't have any more to give. Or maybe it just needs to be love because truly and truly you have not really experienced that particular, uh, that part of life yet. Either you don't know how to show it to people in, in its full capacity because of different fears that you have, or you're not receiving love in a way that you're like, I, what is this love that everyone keeps saying? I know people say, you know, you know, God bless you, God loves you, but I, I haven't experienced it on earth, and I want to experience that on earth. Maybe, it's just, again, I feel like once you hear these conversations, things will start to muster up in you, and you'll be like, you know what? Yeah, before... <laughs> I knew my word 10 minutes ago when you was mm -hmm, when you was talking, I already knew what that word should be. So go ahead and whatever word that is, because I feel like sometimes we're looking for the word, but the word chooses you. And whatever word you land on, commit to that. Like truly and truly, for once, go ahead and make sure that you tailor your life experience. Not that you're trying to control it, but just a reminder. Like I said, when I chose the word fly, when something uncomfortable would happen, I was like, oh. And my mind immediately snapped to, mm-mm, what is God trying to show you? Because you were comfortable, weren't you, a couple of months ago before this happened? Right. Okay. So now maybe he's trying to show you a part of you that you didn't know? Okay. Or when you're going ahead and, because I had this issue, too. You're throwing your resume out there. Nobody's answering. You're getting super frustrated. You're like, listen, I don't get. It's like, listen, would you float? Please. Like, God, it's going to happen. Relax. Maybe God's trying to strengthen that part in you. Because you, shoot, maybe that's your word right there. Relax. Because the world is just so busy. Just so much going on all the time, all the time, that honestly, outside of sleep, some of us don't know how to relax. You really don't know what it means to take a day and just like, you know, get all that gook out. A day of no social media, a day of you just making sure that you have all things around you that inspire you. You're listening to these conversations. You're listening to YouTube things. You're reading stuff that makes you smile, that makes you laugh, that you have a deliberate day of just dismantling all the yuck that the Monday through Saturday brings, you know? But find your word. Search for your word. You'll know it when you feel connected to it where you're like, you know what? That's it. And then your next step after that, af after you go ahead and choose it and it chooses you and it's a mutual little decision there between you and the word, place it somewhere visual. Now, like I said, when I go ahead and do something, I super commit. So I needed it to be a, a jury piece. 
because I constantly look at my hands. You know, if I could, I probably would have had it engraved in my nails or something <laughs> just because I, I want to make sure that, no, I remember. Print it out, you know, something. H- have it in your car, whatever you need, but it needs to be a console focal point. And then the last step to me, the most obvious would be to evaluate yourself on that. And, you know, let it be the one thing that as you're guiding through and walking through life and you're getting your prompts and the Holy Spirit's telling you to do such and such, make sure that you remember, okay, again, it's supposed to be the thing that changes your mindset. So you have to remember, okay, this is supposed to teach me to soar. Okay, this is supposed to teach me to relax. Okay, God is trying to show me that maybe I'm a little bit too lazy. And so my word should be something like ant. Yeah, A-N-T. Because the Bible even illustrates how hardworking those ants are. So maybe if I look at the smallness of the ant and the hugeness of myself, if I compare myself to an ant, there's no reason why an ant should outwork me. Whatever it is that you feel that prompting that God is doing and you're not getting the, the clue, write yourself with that word. That's the word that you commit to. So you know what these conversations are about. Is there what? Thought, go ahead. Thought, yep. Thought provoking conversations. So go ahead and you may not find it just off the jump. You may even have five words and then you narrow it down to three and then you, and it would just jump up at you and you're like, that's my word. Yep. <laughs> that's it. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to commit to it for 12 months whenever, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be a January thing. That's just something that I do. I, I choose a new word every January. And so go ahead. You can get a head start. Go ahead and just start, you know, even if you need to use a dictionary. Hmm, what does that mean? What does it mean to me? Because, again, fly probably wouldn't have meant to me what it meant to somebody else. So fly. Oh, you mean like the way that you're dressing? Uh, Because when I think of fly, I think of mosquito, and that doesn't like, (laughs) it has to mean something to you. You understand? So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want you to go ahead and get a head start. As my good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. But I can't wait to figure out your word. That would be awesome. And listen, if you want to go ahead and share it and you're not able to get me on the phone, um, go to my IG. Yes, underscore strive in the letter N inspire. And just kind of let me know, like, what's your word? Because that inspires me when I see, oh, somebody else got it. You know, this is what these conversations are for. It's for all of us to get better. I stumbled upon it, so I'm going to go ahead and share it. So if I know it, you're going to know it. You already know how I get down. But okay, all right, go. Because I don't want to, no, I want you to go ahead and get a head start. So we'll speak, all right? I'll talk to you later. Yeah, I'm going to call you back. Okay. All right, later.